When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Jan. That's Chris. And welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we are speaking to a special guest, K-pop choreographer and dancer, Tina Mirae. If you are wondering who we are, Chris and I have a huge range of experience in the music industry from performing on stage to working with record labels. So we have a lot of insight into this crazy music industry. So come join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash cctvpops and shout out to our crew members, Lisette, Lily, and Emily. Yay. All right. So let's start with a quick intro to our special guest today. So professionally known as Tina Murray, she was first spotted in the music video for Hyuna's Red in 2014. But since then, she has worked with a plethora of K-pop artists, including Boa, Victon, and Dreamcatcher, just to name a few. And now she has most recently been working with ZB Label and its artist Alexa, who is currently on season one of American Song Contest on NBC. So we are so excited to have you here with us. Welcome to the CCTV crew. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. So how did you get started as a dancer and how did you even end up in Korea of all places? Okay. So I call it, I think the typical journey, because I think everyone kind of goes through this. They go to Korea as an exchange student and they do it for a year. Then they go home, graduate from college, then come like, then go back to Korea as a teacher. And then they like, oh, I've discovered my dream and then they start on entertainment or in entertainment so basically that was my journey so I started off as a exchange student in Daegu South Korea then I went home graduated came back as an English teacher and then I did an audition and then the rest is history wow okay so the teacher route got it so everyone become a teacher teach English a little bit become a student Wait, so what was the audition that you attended? So what, yeah, what was that kind of first big opportunity that made that switch for you? I did an audition with Cube Entertainment, actually. Yeah, like it oh, was. Oh, okay. Uh, it was to be a backup dancer with Hyuna during that time. And so um, I auditioned and I passed. And then that's when I met the, like, the incredible Zanny Rose crew. And after that, you know, we kept in contact. And then after I was done teaching English, they were like, want to join the team? I was like, yes. So, yeah, it was like a really fun audition, to be honest. I didn't think I would go anywhere. I was like, okay, I just want to try, you know, like, what would happen? You know, I took a leap of faith that day. Cause I didn't think I would have like a big chance. I was just like, oh, there's going to be so many dancers. There's a huge audition. I was like, I'm still starting in this dance field. You know, I didn't consider myself as a dancer at that time. I was just kind of like a cover dancer, if you will. So I was just kind of like, oh, can I pass? Will I pass? And then I got there and then they loved me. And I was just like, oh, 
I guess I'm good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, so how did you, going back a little bit then, how did you get into K-pop? Oh, okay. So I am a Gen 2 K-pop stan. <laughs> As are we. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, uh, my friend, it's so funny. My friend sent me a video like a long time ago. I guess this was like 2008 or nine-ish. And she was like, Tina, there is this boy group that you will love because there's one guy that I know you'll find him extremely handsome. And I was like, there's no way. There is no way. I was like, I'm into J-pop right now. I was like, no, nothing can change my mind. So <laughs> she sent me a video of Big Bang's la, 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 la. Uh, everyone get a hot, <laughs> you know? And I was like, okay, this song is great. I'm digging it, I'm digging it. And then I saw Young and the rest is history. I was like, Same. oh my God, that guy. I was like, that dude is so handsome. And she was like, I knew it. <laughs> Same. Same, it was Young. I was like, Oh my god. Oh wow. Great fine. I was like, he's fine. I was like, hold on, who's this dude? So then I got into K-pop through Big Bang and then 21 and then Wonder Girls, you know, <laughs> Shiny, all of them. Yes, that is the right, that is the right way to get into it. <laughs> These new K-pop fans don't realize how good it was back then. <laughs> oh my gosh, like Big Bang's RB music was so good yeah mm -hmm. for sure for sure i agree oh that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious you've been in korea for what how many like over 10 now i want to say so <laughs> are we talking collectively <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. so essentially you become like a, an expat in korea you're living your life and doing the thing in korea so what has your experience been there and as a black woman professionally and in everyday life Okay, so that is the big question. What is it like to be a Black woman in Korea? Um, you know, honestly, it's not bad. You know, we do experience some things here and there, you know, like the whole um, stereotype thing. So, you know, they'll come up to you and be like, yo, what's up? What's up? And I'm just like, ow. Because they always jam their shoulder into my like, chest yes. right here. Yeah, they're always like, what's up? And I'm just like, ow, I'm a woman. Can, and you're not, can you just shake my hand? Like, you know, like I had, oh my gosh, I had an experience where um, it was like my friend, she's white you know and then there was me and then her boyfriend and then this korean guy you know he came up to us he was like yo you know how you're doing having a great night this time the third so when he said bye to us he shook her hand he went it's good to see you mm -hmm. and then he looked at her boyfriend and was like it was nice meeting you mm -hmm. then he goes to me he's like okay bye like like he wanted to give death and everything and i was like Ow. No, not the, like, sho <laughs> the shoulder check is weird. I think a lot of people think that it's just, it's weird. I'm like, mm. so there's those things. But um, other than that, you know, it's just pretty normal. You know, you do experience um, people staring because either they, you know, you're 
a majestical creature to them, you know, <laughs> um, being in Daegu, you know, during the whole, I think it was the Tavon Martin shooting. Yeah, like this is back in like 2014, things like that. I had this Korean Ajashi come up to me and go like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from the States. And he goes, don't live in the States. Don't live in Japan. You should just live in Korea because we love Black people. We. And I was saying, ah! I had many experiences. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Prof professionally, uh, pro personally, I feel like you have a lot of the, the experience. That I feel even what Megan Bowen has expressed certain things like that happening to her, right? Yes. Um, but professionally, you are in a realm that we don't see a lot of Black women, Black men, Black any person in between in, yes. especially dancing. I mean, with the Hyuna video, that's when I first saw you. I've seen you in a couple like K-pop things here and there. You're probably one of the first, even before like the, the whole rania black swan thing we never seen a black person in pop k-pop in that mo in that moment so yeah. what has it been like professionally you've been there from like second gen even now you are ushering in a new generation so what has that been professionally for you um it's been a journey you know um because um korea is still learning how to accept people of other races um, and especially like darker skin people. So when we go on shoots and things like that, you know, we have to bring our own makeup. We have to do our own makeup. And I mean, like do our own makeup in the sense of they don't know how to do Western style makeup. Yeah. So a lot of the times if Koreans do our makeup, we're like, yes, it's beautiful. And then we go to the bathroom and we fix ourselves. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, as Black people, we have the stereotype of always being able to dance well, sing well, this, that, and the third. And as a Black person, I, I want to share, you know, I want to share my talent with everyone. I want to be in a community of people and I want to like just grow together. But Koreans, they have a tendency to be like, oh, well, we're black, we don't dance like that. So they isolate you. Or if you do a lot better than they do, they don't want to integrate with you. It's kind of like, they'll have you there for a short minute, just for like a, a video. And they're like, woo, we have a black person in the video. And then after that, there's no community. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And I speak from experience, this is my story. So little disclaimer for everyone, it could be a little bit different, but since I've been there for so long, these are things that I have noticed. And so I kind of want, it's gonna change in the future. I know it is, but these are just things that, you know, I've noticed and yeah, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> that, that happens. So even as a foreigner in general, what are some like obstacles you've noticed? Like when you're in, in the dance room or, uh, mm -hmm. or maybe when you're out and about, I've seen a video of you actually teaching Afrobeats to people. And like I said, even as a foreigner, just speaking English, you have to communicate certain mm -hmm. dance moves, certain grooves. So how do you get your point across without knowing, without being completely fluent in Korean? Well, at that time I was able to, um, I had my dance partner at that time. So she would be able to speak like little, 
like, you know, Korean here and there, but you know, dance is a universal language. So you gotta do is just like Hana Adura said, net, or just be like boom ka, boom ka. You know what I'm saying? Like it's very easy. Everyone follows the rhythms and they're like, okay, I see what she's doing here. All right. Like, you know, and then a good thing is is that like living in Korea, a lot of Koreans know like the basic of English, you know, they're like we can understand, you know? So I don't think there was a huge language barrier. They just followed the movements, girl. All right, so kind of going to the logistics a little bit, you don't need to get into the nitty gritty, but I'm sure many of our listeners are curious about like the visa process and just the other kind of more just logistics involved with moving to and working in Korea. So can you share some advice about that? Yes, so if you wanna come to Korea as an English teacher, there's like a nice little website called Dave's ESL Cafe. You can go on there, you can find all like a list of all these English teaching jobs. Um, And nowadays it's very important that you have a teaching license. So I saw that you can get, um, what is it called? TEFL, I think it's called. On, yeah, yeah, TEFL on Groupon for like $15. So (laughs) make sure you hit those 120 hours and then you're good to go. Um, But when I was a teacher, that wasn't like a big thing. They started that, yeah, they started that, I think 2016, around that time. So now it's very important. Um, And then to be on an entertainment visa, um, that is a very, 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 very complicated very complicated so I would say like um so many people have it's like case by case my advice would be come to Korea and uh, when you're in Korea go to different companies and give them your CV and do auditions while you're in Korea because that way they see you they see what you can do and you have your profile with you and then you can possibly get a visa that way um, it's harder to get a visa being abroad. Yeah. Mm. Right, right. Thank right. you. Yeah, <laughs> so come to Korea and try it that way. <laughs> I, I've i seen it work for a lot of people, so. That makes sense. I mean, you have to be there in order to actually make the connections that would enable you to have these opportunities. So listeners, viewers, make sure you take this advice. Tina's telling you the truth. You have to be there or be squared or just not allowed into the country to work. So, (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, I know they have auditions in America, so that is also a route, but the successful route would be (laughs) going there. (laughs) Valid. That's very valid. (laughs) I feel like you um, answered it a little bit, but just to go into more detail, how did you transition from just being the dancer, the the woman that we see in the videos to an actual choreographer? And what are the most important skills needed to do so? (laughs) That's a really good question. Okay. So I think like just being a dancer in general, you kind of transition into being a choreographer and a performance director. So basically my main job is a performance director and choreographer. So um, I think in order to do that, like you just have to keep putting yourself out there. Um, I'm noticing noticing these days that, you know, if you see any auditions up saying like, hey, we're looking for choreographers for this, for an upcoming 
girl group or you know upcoming guy group something like that you should put yourself out there and just audition basically because for me that's what I did I mean um my company has known me for a long time so they know me as a dancer and so I walked in and I was like this is what I can do and of course like um my really good friend she was watching me for ever <laughs> ever since I met her so you know she was like Tina's a great dancer I love what she brings to the table and so she presented that to our, to our CEO and he was like oh my gosh yes I love her let's go and so that's how I got into the company so I think that's basically it because like everyone if you have you know if you love dance and you're creative anyone can be a choreographer right but to make it on the industry level that's where you have to like audition and you have to like keep putting your videos out there keep you know sending those emails to sm entertainment or yg entertainment going like yo i made this sick piece can you check it out you know things like that and just pray to god that you get chosen <laughs> felt that <laughs> i'm keeping it real but this is yeah like, that makes sense it? <laughs> yeah okay yeah we I mean, we've, we were talking a little bit before we started just about how tough the entertainment industry is in general it really does take a very strong person to succeed in it um so yeah. what has been one of the biggest obstacles or hardships in your career so far so the biggest obstacle that i face is the collectivism in korea it's like, I want to be a part of this community. I want to dance with Koreans. I want to, you know, engulf myself in this community, but they're very intimidated by me like that. And so that's been an obstacle. Um, and then also in the industry, I think there's, they still follow the old school Hollywood beauty standards or European beauty standards, that kind mm. of thing. So they're still like, you gotta be, super skinny i mean mind you i'm not i'm not big at all but like um i keep hearing like from people who don't understand they're just kind of like oh tina maybe you can lose a little weight this that and the third and i'm like what oh wow where wow. <laughs> was like i don't have any weight to lose <laughs> like i'm like i can tone up a little bit yes but like i don't think losing weight is a big problem but um yeah that's a big obstacle because Koreans have like certain kind of beauty standards and also in Korea when they say like we want dancers for shoots they don't necessarily want dancers they want models oh models who can move so for someone who is like yeah I'm a dancer I can do like all these dancing things I have to take a step back and be like, oh, they just actually want models. They're not looking for like professional dancers. So that's something that I've learned recently. And I'm like, okay, so I just need to start posting more model type pictures so they can see how I print. And Smart. then they'll be able to like, you know, they'll choose you for shoots, this, then the third. So those are obstacles that we face here a lot, to be honest. Even with um, the obstacles that you have faced, you have been there for a while. So we are all very curious to know what is one of your proudest achievements so far. Alexa! <laughs> yeah, I've like, I call her like my industry daughter and my best friend. Like we've been through it 
all together and like seeing her on that American song song contest stage like I just cried I saw like how much she has grown and you know she's grown into this amazing artist and I was just like mama's proud of you like you know so cute yeah that's awesome. You know, she actually started cover dancing too. And that's how I found out about her. And you started cover dancing. And I remember, I think a lot of people noticed the Afro beats that was in, that were in Balm and things like that. So that's, that's really, really, really dope. And um, when you have the, the feature with her, that's when people realize, okay, that's where the moves came from. This is where all that, you know? So that's really dope. And I'm, you're, you're going to get into that with us, okay? So <laughs> are currently working with ZB Label and its artist, Alexa. So how has your experience been from development to now appearing on a major American network television show? Oh, oh my gosh. I'm like nervous talking about it because I'm so excited. Um, you know, from the beginning with Bomb up until now, it's been just an amazing experience. Like it's been a learning experience for me. It's been, you know, just, I don't know, it's been amazing. Like watching, like being part of helping someone's dreams come true is like really beautiful, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like, sometimes I'm like, somebody pinch me. <laughs> is this really happening? And then, you know, like, I never thought I would actually be making choreo for a K-pop artist. I think it was just one of those things that I had like a passing thought, like it was a thought in passing. And I was just kind of like, it would be cool to do. And then that was it. And now, now I'm like doing everything, you know, like I co-choreograph, you know, like bomb the original choreography, like the point dance is mine. And then we have the Afro B version. And then I did, is it on? And like, there's so many things that I've done. And so sometimes I'm like, was that me? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, tiny little me from Tennessee. What? Yes. Yes. You got to give yourself your flowers. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my yes. gosh. And so going from that, to being like what do you want performance director for ASC it was just really incredible you know and I used to be like it was like I had the same passing thought I went to a did you guys used to listen to in black yes yes <laughs> so I went to this in black fan signing slash concert thing back in like 2011 maybe when I was an exchange student I'm dating myself guys oh my gosh <laughs> um in like 2011 and I was sitting there with one of my friends and I was like I wonder what it'd be like what it would be like to be on production be on the production team doing backstage stuff like what is it like back there mm -hmm. passing thoughts and now here I am backstage doing everything seeing how it all works and I'm like manifestation what law yes. of attraction <laughs> like wait what yeah. so it's just been you know it's been an incredible journey you know I'm really thankful for it oh that's awesome yes anything has it been what you expected though on in these backstage areas <laughs> um no <laughs> everything's been surprising I'm like wow like there's never a dull moment there's always something that catches my eye and I'm always like wait does that normally happen 
in production. So mm. like, I know that like Korean production and American production are totally like two totally different things. So um, sometimes I'm like, I contact my friends in America and I'm like, does this happen in American production? I can't think of one example right now, but they're like, no. And I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm like, it's very, very interesting. And then being on ASC, I love how Alexa had like three stage rehearsals. I guess that's one thing that you can see that's the difference. Yeah. So Alexa had like three stage rehearsals and then in Korea, they just throw you on the stage. They're like, Whoa. there you go. And you're like, so where's my marker? Figure it out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I know. And the fans get mad. They're like, that X on the stage was messing up the projection. You know, they're like, we they kind of need that, you know. Do you have uh any choreography that you've created for Alexa that you think like, oh, I did that other than bomb? You cannot say bomb. <laughs> I, know, I know you want to say bomb. I know you want to say bomb. Bomb is fire. But is there anything that you have been working on or that you worked on in the past that you thought this is good? Like this isn't like bomb is my baby, but this would be my second baby. You know. <laughs> um, I would have to say, um, mm, is it on? I'm actually quite proud of. Is it on? Yeah. Um. And that, and hold on. <laughs> no, okay, we're gonna do it. Yeah, we're gonna say, wait, is it on? <laughs> okay. okay. What went into choreographing Bomb? A lot. <laughs> A lot. Um, because me and my coworker, we had like similar ideas. We were talking about how we wanted Alex to debut and which elements we wanted to mix in there. And um, so for the original choreography, I was like, we have to do Afro beats, we have to do dance hall. Like I wanna find something that, you know, will stand out from the rest. Right. And then with the Afro beat version, I was thinking the same thing. So I was trying to be original <laughs> and I was kind of like, okay, so, what is something that will challenge Alexa and also um, make her stand out basically. And so a lot of the girl groups were not doing Afro beats at that time. They were not doing dance hall at that time. So we actually had like an advantage. And so I always say that we are trendsetters <laughs> to, to be honest. Yeah, it's true. I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't seen it. Cause I was like, Oh, is that a, is that a little bit of, sh sh uh, what's it called? Shaki? So respect, respect. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's bring some new stuff to the kitchen table. You know? Yeah. So that's basically what went into it. Me and my coworker, we were like, we wanted to mix all of these elements together, reggaeton, Afrobeast, dancehall, Brazilian funk, and let's see what we can come up with. And boom, there's bomb. <laughs> awesome so you have worked with other artists as well and you have worked on other videos that we mentioned earlier so what has been your favorite video to work on to date other than alexa and do you have any other fun stories about one of those artists let's see okay so i don't have like a favorite artist that i've worked with because i love them all i'm just a stan i, I love them all um did you guys see the wake me up music video by bap yes yes oh. 
love that music video. Do you guys remember the end scene where everybody's like dancing and having a good old time? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Can you guess what kind of music we were dancing to? We were dancing to Brazilian funk. <laughs> love that. <laughs> that entire time we're like, I love Baile Funk. Get out of here. Oh my God. Yes. It was so much fun. And we were just like, oh, what should we dance to? Should we do like hip hop? No, let's do Brazilian funk, man. So that's why everybody was like lit <laughs> in that music video. And then um, for Gogo Bebe with Mama Moo, like I didn't know who they were going into the music video. Yeah, I know. So sorry I'm so sorry don't hate me I didn't know who they were I was just like okay so I saw them perform once and that was at an award show and I was like okay these girls are cool like I love their makeup like they're great whatever whatever and again a passing thought nothing from it like I didn't think anything of it and then next thing I know it's like can you do this music video and I'm like okay and then I walk in there and they're like it's mama moo and I was like Who's that? And then I saw them and then I was like, oh my gosh, it's the girls from the concert. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my gosh. And then that day um, I fell in love with Moombyar. Like we had an instant connection. I'm pretty sure y'all seen that in the video. Where I'm like, ah, she's like, hey, like it was really memorable. We had like so many memorable scenes that didn't make it into the mu music video, but that day was so much fun. And then let's see, Hyanna, I love her to pieces. There was like a scene where my, like, I think my bra strap was showing or something. And I was standing like right next to her and she was looking at me and she was like, come here. And then she fixed my shirt. Oh, like, I saw that behind the scenes. I was watching it and that's how I found you. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, cause all I saw were brown legs in that video. And I said, is that a really tan? she's black oh my god so that's how that that's how i found you literally i was watching the behind the scenes just on a random day and i saw you and i said oh my god she how'd she get there so yeah that's yeah that sounds really weird but i was like oh and that's how i found you so you know years later of knowing you you know <laughs> right <laughs> that's crazy like yeah that day was really cool and like kiana was like did you eat today and i was like yes and i was like i like you know I look up to her so much and then and Boa should we talk about Miss Ma'am we have to talk about Queen Boa yes. <laughs> we love Miss Ma'am oh my gosh like that experience was amazing I was so in awe by her that like I was literally shaking I was like oh my gosh it's Boa I'm sitting right next to her somebody pinched me wait is this really happening and like we had so many different conversations you know and she was just so nice and then also we helped choreograph some of those movements in the chorus where everyone's just like you know doing like this movement here me and my team member team member at the time we like made some like choreography to the song so that was also really cool and yeah, it was really just like an awesome experience because I never thought I would actually really work for BOA. And when I got the message, I was in a meeting for like another shoot and I was like, hold on, hold on, I'm so sorry. And she was like, yeah, no problem. What is it? I was like, can you, can you make sure I translated this right? This is, this is BOA, right? 
then they were like, wow, congratulations. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I was shook it. And just being, you know, being able to dance next to her, being able to walk next to her, have conversations with her. I was just like, I'm living in a dream right now. Oh, that's awesome. And that's good to know that these artists are nice people too. Because, yeah. you know, here in the West, not usually the case, to be very honest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's do some more manifesting because it's clearly worked for you already. So what are some <laughs> artists you'd like to work with or choreograph for in the future? Okay. I made a list. Yes. <laughs> let's let's put it out into the universe. He said let's I made it a list. Into the universe. <laughs> Okay, so actually, these days, I really just want to get my feet wet, and I just want to dance, and I just want to perform. Like, I love choreographing, and I love doing stage directing, but I really want to get my feet wet, you know what I mean? So I would definitely love to dance with Lisa, you know, we love, mm -hmm. we love Lisa, Miss Queen, and um, Kiana, Jesse. you know, I would love to dance with Card, because you know they're right up my alley, Card and Dance Hall, Afrobeats, you know. Um, I would also love to dance with, hold on, I really like it with Aunt Grandma. Oh, Mama Moo. Hello. Like, <laughs> you know, I love everyone from Mama Moo. And Hwasa was like, I love reggaeton music. And I was like, girl, we are best friends. <laughs> you know, I would love to work with her and like all of Mama Moo team, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I work for Mian. Yeah, I worked with Mian and her, um, I think it's watercolor. Yeah. Yeah, I was in there and it was so much fun. She was so cool. Yeah. So if I could dance with them and choreograph with them, just perform, that would be amazing. And now that I've been working on ASC, I'm kind of like, can I dance with JLo? <laughs> you know what? Go ahead. <laughs> and Doja Cat. Hello. <laughs> All right, universe. Are you listening? Let's make Please. this happen. <laughs> Last question. Is there any advice that you would give to someone looking to follow in your footsteps? Never give up. Oh. <laughs> uh, never give up because, I mean, we all are artists here, so we know how complicated things can get. And, um, you know, being creatives, we're very sensitive. We're very sensitive and we want people to, you know, understand our art and be completely receptive of our, of our art. And sometimes it's hard, you know, and um, I speak of, here goes another obstacle, but like um, money, you know, as dancers, money is hard. Getting paid what we deserve is very, very hard. That's why there's like a Dancers Alliance. I don't know if it's in New York, but definitely in LA there's a dancers alliance because they were like we're tired of being underpaid you know um dancers in Korea are supposed to be accessories on stage not part of the performance while in America they're part of the performance you know so like just getting paid what we deserve that's a fight that we have to const like constantly fight and we have to continue to push for it and um so in all of that just don't give up because things will change. Thank you, TikTok. Because <laughs> now street dance is becoming like a big thing and everybody wants to become dancers and things like that. So I think it's going to change really, really soon. So yeah, just 
be vulnerable, put yourself out there and not give up. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That was so good. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today and thank taking the so time much. to hang out with us. Yeah, so where can people find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Tina Mire. And um, I also do a little bit of TikTok. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> at Tina Mire. And um, yeah, that's where you guys can find me. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you to everyone for listening. Please let us know your thoughts in the comments below or message us at CCTV Pops on all social media. Uh, you can also join us on Patreon and help us decide our next episode topics and get access to some exclusive content. And for those on YouTube, please give us a like, subscribe to our channel, and hit that notification bell. And for our listeners, please give us a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. Until next time, that's Jan. That's Chris. And we are CCTV.